Hello there, people of Thetis. And thanks for stopping by for a brand new episode of Good Morning Thetis. My name is Baron. Uh, and before we start this episode, I just want to have a quick, very quick chat. Uh, so as you could tell, this episode and last episode are not really Bioware related. Uh, although we do talk briefly about Bioware, uh, I wanted to do a couple test episodes to see how people felt about outside topics. Uh, going forward, we're going to be sticking more or pretty much completely with just Bioware related topics. But if you are interested in topics outside of only Bioware, I will be relaunching my secondary podcast, which was formerly known as Baron's Roundtable. Uh, the name may change, uh, I have not decided that yet, uh, and I'll be having people from Good Morning Thetis and others uh, outside of that on as well, uh, just to give us the ability to flex our gaming muscles and not clog people's timelines with non-Bioware stuff. I know that's what most of you were here for, so if not all of you. <laughs> so I just wanted to uh, separate it, so I think that's what we're going to do from now on after this episode. Okay. And last thing, uh, before we hop in, this was recorded about a month ago, so the news is a little old. Uh, I didn't have the time to edit it due to late work hours and eventually the vacation that I went on. Uh, so the topics, like I said, are a little old. Either way, uh, I really hope you guys enjoy, and uh, we all appreciate you so very much. Thank you guys, every single one of you, for watching, for listening it means the world to us and makes us have even more fun doing what we love. So, without further ado, let's hop into the episode. Good morning, Thetis! Welcome back! I am here with my lovely co-host once again, and today we're doing something a little different. We will be talking not specifically about, you know, our usual topics, Dragon Age, Mass Effect, and EA of that sort... Uh, we're talking more of the game industry and things that are currently happening. There is a lot. There's a lot of shit happening, and we need to discuss it. All of the fuckeries. Yes, yeah, a lot of fuckery. <laughs> There's a lot of fuckery happening, and uh, clearly, we are the ones that need to be putting our uh, words in, because we're the important ones. So, uh, joining me today is, uh, as always, we have Aaron. Hi, guys. And we have... Hala. How y'all doing? <laughs> and returning is Luna. Hello. <laughs> All right. So starting off today, uh, we're talking about something that's been going on for a few months now, but it's picking up a lot of steam because people can't keep other names out of each other's mouth. So <laughs> we're... Okay, nothing uh, you. <laughs> uh... Xbox, obviously, uh, earlier in the year, uh, decided that they would buy Activision Blizzard, uh, which is awesome, like insane to acquire something like that. That is, the, it's one of the biggest acquisitions in gaming, uh, if not the biggest. I think it's right underneath the biggest one. Probably the uh, biggest, from what I hear. Yeah, and and Sony, Jim Ryan specifically, does not like that. He is not very happy. We have Jim Ryan crying, pissing his pants a little bit. He's not very happy, so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna uh, discuss that. Uh, basically, let me run down for those of you who don't know. Uh, not too long ago, about uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, Sony was approached by the Brazilian government 
to discuss like, hey, how do you feel about, you know, Xbox acquiring Activision Blizzard? Uh, Sony wasn't the only people to be, uh, well, people, company, wasn't the only company to be approached. Uh, All the big companies, Ubisoft, uh, EA, everybody was approached and pretty much everybody, you know, including like Google and Apple, they were like, yeah, you know, that's totally fine. Go ahead. Like, not going to affect us in any way. Uh, And Sony... Uh, was like, ah, oh, no, no, this is unfair. This is unfair to us. You don't, no, you can't do that. We're we're Sony, <laughs> and uh, oh, gosh, yeah. So <laughs> basically, Sony's bit top selling game every single year is Call of Duty. Whatever Call of Duty comes out that year is their top selling game. It makes them the most money out of everything else. Not only in just straight up sales, but microtransactions and all that. It is their cash cow. And since it is uh, impartial, you know, Xbox gets a little bit, Sony gets a little bit, and Sony is dying for Xbox to make sure that Call of Duty is kept on PlayStation in perpetuity. Xbox uh, basically comes out and says, we gave Sony a contract to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation for several more years. Uh, mm-hmm. And he says this to a journalist. The journalist writes his story, says, you know, Phil Spencer says, Call of Duty's going to stay on PlayStation for several more years. Uh, Jim Ryan was not happy about that and said, oh, well, it, Phil, if you're going to be out here talking about private business, I'm going to talk to the journalist, too. So oh, Jim God. Ryan comes out and goes, yeah, his exact words, well, pretty almost exact, was... Uh, if we're going to be talking about private business, uh, oh no, <laughs> yeah, he's like, if Phil Spencer's going to be out here talking about private business, blah 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 blah. So he he basically let it let it go that Call of Duty is going to be staying on PlayStation for another three years. Uh, I mean, if it's part of the contract, I mean, it's fair, but yes, like, I aren't agree. there supposed to be like NDAs around that? Because this is news from what yeah. I understand, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's, I mean, I'm sure if Jim Ryan's out here spelling it, there's probably no actual NDAs. It's probably just talking between people. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, still, it's it's big news. Uh, yeah. Which, but I assume that what's going to happen here is that once the contract is over, that they will re-up it and they'll keep re-upping it because Xbox and uh, Microsoft as a whole, they gain a lot by selling on PlayStation. That's a lot of money on the table. But also, yeah. it's it's very convincing if they make it their own, if they make it uh, exclusive because maybe that'll convince a whole lot of PlayStation users to come on over to Game Pass cuz you know all their uh all their exclusive games are on Game Pass day 1. That's yeah. actually very good. It's very I didn't good. know because I don't have a Game Pass, but you, I know a lot of people have it and it they don't want out, so yeah, every every brand yeah, new uh, sorry every every brand new game that Xbox makes, brand new, fifteen dollars if you have Game Pass. You don't have to buy a new. It's just it's or it's basically nothing. You don't have to pay for it. Period. You you don't have to pay for anything. You're just paying for the subscription, and that is it. No matter what game it is, if it's on Game Pass, if it's, if it's a let me correct myself, if it's an Xbox exclusive. That is it. It's on Game Pass. You do not have to pay, which is why I always tell everybody Xbox is the way to go. I'm a PlayStation and Xbox person. I've owned every single console that they've all made. 
But if somebody was to come up to me and say, Ethan, what should I buy? I'd be like, buy an Xbox, get Game Pass. You'll never have to buy a video game for the rest of your life. <laughs> uh, let me just spit it out here t- to you guys uh, and say, how do you feel about Sony trying to block this deal? Sony, and the, the last last thing I'll say, Sony is the market leader. Xbox, I believe, is number four in revenue for gaming. And above them, I don't know the exact order, is Nintendo, Tencent, and Sony. They all make more money than Xbox. Every other company... Tencent is currently in second place, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I mean, I'm surprised they're not number one, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Give them another couple of years or something. Yeah, with the amount of money they're investing in everybody and buying everybody up, I wouldn't be surprised. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Sony trying so hard to kick Xbox down despite the fact that they're the market leader compared to Xbox? The, uh, the, the acquisition of, of Activision Blizzard will bump them, but I doubt it'll put them above Sony. What, what do you guys think? The thing is, um, when you have games like this, like big servers on the console, it's true that it helps to sell the console. Although it really depends on all the games. If you only have one game that can transfer and that you can play on PC as well, I'm not sure it would help selling more Xbox. On the other hand, Sony gets a little bit cocky there to ask for that Mm -hmm. the way they did. It's just the way they did it. That's a little bit childish, I guess. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, I agree with that. I think like by how both sides are acting specifically with regard to COD, not the other Activision titles, they obviously feel that the value in this deal is in um, COD, right? It's not like it's not an Activision Blizzard deal, it's a COD deal basically, an, an exclusivity of COD. Um, and I do agree that you know there are loads of PlayStation titles that are exclusive, so unless Jim Ryan's going to suddenly offer all those to Xbox players, it's kind of like, well, what do you expect Xbox to do? They're going to have to in their position in the market as you say they're like fourth or fifth behind places the people like tencent and, and sony mm-hmm. you know it's like a business decision and you know gamers having access to these games is super important but i can totally see from xbox's perspective why it would say man like you've got you've got exclusives as well like you know we're trying <laughs> yeah. to get exclusives too it's a competitive market I do think that both of these guys should probably leave Twitter for a little bit. Anyone above all this yeah. stuff is going down on like yeah. Twitter, and it's just like, come on, guys! Like your business, like do this in private or to the lawyers. <laughs> Why are you airing it out on social media? Like it's just so childish. <laughs> Honestly, other than actual news about the stuff that they're doing, uh, big companies should just not be on Twitter. Period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. I, I guess I guess it's above. Like, it's above and beyond just a Call of Duty game because you're not selling the game. That's Sony's problem. They're not selling the game. They're selling the ecosystems of the games they have. I I would also... That's why they don't want to play the Call of Duty because, yeah, it's a lot of cash gets out of this. (laughs) So I I think that the reason why, why Sony suddenly made this move is because they're getting desperate. They're probably seeing the numbers of the, basically, it's not even the console war per se anymore. No. It's pretty much just the game company wars, I guess, overall, with all the acquisitions and stuff just going on 
And they're like, okay, we got to catch up somehow. We got to, I don't know. I just feel like this is kind of a, a bit of a desperate move or maybe, maybe it's a smokescreen. I don't know. Maybe they're in currently in the process of doing another actual big acquisition. They're just stalling legally what's going on. Because uh, they've also gone to the European Commission on this. Not, not just Brazil, they actually also yeah, went yeah. there. That just happened a couple of years so, ago. So, yeah, maybe they're just tying them in court or something, or with legalities and shit, and just, like, smokescreen for something else that they're also currently doing. Well, it's possible. Uh, I know that <clears throat> Xbox is also... Uh, they, they've been talking about this every now and then. They're also looking into... Uh, making acquisitions in Japan at the moment. Uh, Sony, there's been nothing really on uh, no. what they're looking to buy I next? I totally like speculation, but I'm absolutely confident Sony will acquire Square Enix in the next five years. Like, oh, yeah. I, uh, I can 100%. 100%, 100%. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would agree, unless Xbox pulled some fuck shit and, and no. stole them from underneath Never. them. <laughs> there's no way. Cause, I mean, no. There's no, as far as I'm aware, you can't get Final Fantasy titles on Xbox. Right. M- most of them uh, you can't. You can get sixteen. Uh, you can't get the. Um, you can't get fourteen, and you can't get seven remake. No, uh, this, which is gonna. This... I mean, fourteen literally like bankrolls Square Enix. If it didn't mm. have fourteen, I mean, in my opinion, it would have gone under years ago. Oh, hundred percent. Um. So yeah, I, I think like the, like the, there is no way Microsoft acquires Square Enix. I genuinely believe PlayStation will. Um. Yeah. And that's gonna be a pretty big acquisition when they do. But again, like this, just Jim guy can't be, you know, complaining about exclusivity to Call of Duty when, if they were to acquire Square Enix tomorrow, I guarantee every Final Fantasy title going forward would be exclusive. And oh any yeah. Retrospective ones would be exclusive to the extent they're not oh, yeah. ready. So I kind of like. Is... Go for it. Yeah, it's just ridiculous attitude to have to it. Yeah. Especially since uh, Sony, most of Sony's sale, like it. It works a lot in Western country, con- Western countries. I can speak English. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, the thing is, we, I play Final Fantasy VII, the remake, the ten. The, I love these games. I love to I suffer. Love, <laughs> I love a lot. I love a lot of those type of RPGs. But let's be honest, the market isn't us. Sony and nah. Nintendo don't really care about Western countries. They care about Japan, China. <laughs> Uh, specifically those two so if someone's gonna acquire Square Enix it's gonna be Sony because Square Enix is gonna look into that they're gonna go for even if now it's the CEO is American Sony is a Japanese company to start with definitely Mm -hmm. not gonna go for Xbox it's only my opinion but I don't see them do that especially since they let go of their American and European offices not too long ago yeah, I uh, yeah, like, yeah, that yeah, yeah. I for for the record, I don't think it'll happen, but uh, I was just saying it as like un- unless Xbox somehow did that, then I 100% see Square Enix going to so uh Sony Square. Uh, besides the fact that they have a lifelong like partnership, uh, oh yeah, Square Enix is kind of a freelancer. They they'll give out games to whoever pays the highest. Like they'll. They'll give like like ten games to Switch, make them all exclusive to Switch, and then one random game on an Xbox, and then four to a PlayStation. They 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 have 
even though I say they had a lifelong bond with PlayStation, they don't really have any loyalty to anybody. They just kind of go wherever, whoever pays them the most, which yeah. is why I think there's that slight possibility that Xbox could get them if they wanted to. But even if they did, they still wouldn't be able to have those Final Fantasy games no. until their contracts expired with Sony, if there is even an expiration date on them. Yeah. That's that's the whole thing. Uh, that's also another problem that I personally don't know how to feel about that, but I'm not very comfortable with, like, especially three big companies, because four if you take, if you take, in, take two into consideration, because Tencent, Tech2, Sony, and Microsoft are trying to buy basically all the quote-unquote independent game companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, that's not gonna solve your problems, right? I yeah, no, they're, I, I, they're trying to dominate the market, and and it's f- fucking bullshit. We need I, uh, indie producers. We need indie game developers because, quite frankly, if everybody does the same thing, which is exactly what usually happens when you enter a big company, then I'm sorry, you it, it, it's kind of you get a, a really monotonous landscape of gaming after a while. Mostly the pressure you're applying to those specific acquired companies that can change everything. The reason can be very different. Uh, the expectations on the games can be different because you're going to yeah. have to work faster because the investors are going to want more money quick. Oh, and remember that each country, like, um, I don't know, Saudi Arabia and China each have their own like restrictions on stuff that they say is morally compatible with them or not and that's definitely going to affect the games that they sell or produce or or the companies that they own as well how they do it yeah that's why well activision and uh, bungie on sony's side there have been deals that were been in the making for years yeah. just, that happened to <laughs> those two deals were uh, out approximately at the same time, which wasn't very convenient uh, for Sony's publicity because it was out right after Activision was told to be bought by Microsoft. But they both did that, and uh, while I'm sure Call of Duty, they they will have to make a deal because even if it's not an Xbox exclusive, uh. Since Xbox is going to acquire Activision Blizzard, they're going to have a commission on every game that is going to be sold on PS on PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation makes a thirty percent cut of every game sold. So every copy of Call of Duty, thirty percent would go to PlayStation. Yeah, but that's still a good cut to. It's an additional. Um, it's still an additional sound and additional earning Mm -hmm. for Xbox. This isn't something you're gonna let go. Just out of curiosity, when it's like a PlayStation exclusive, the cut is bigger. I'm guessing. Wait, a PlayStation exclusive? That what? Like, um, okay, it's a thirty percent cut on any given game that uh, they get. My yeah. question is, uh, what, uh, what if it's like an exclusive game, like to PlayStation? So no matter what, unless it's a game that they themselves make, they get a thirty percent cut. 
Okay. If gotcha. you are if you are being sold on the PlayStation Store, thirty percent of all your sales goes to PlayStation, and that is why the indie development uh, market hates PlayStation. <laughs> That's why yep. all the indie devs most of their shit goes directly to PC or on Xbox. That's why Xbox is home of indies. Oh, well, and I mean, and a little bit to Switch, but like ninety percent of it is on Xbox. The, the thing is, it's on Xbox because it's on PC. Like it's usually one of the condition when you're working with Microsoft. A lot of the games, especially indie games, are very easily portable on Xbox. It's not like when you want to make um when you make a game, it's harder to make it work correctly on PlayStation because the like the platforms are a bit different. In some ways that Xbox doesn't do, like. You have easier bridges between PC and Xbox than you have between uh, PC and PlayStation. That's also why you can still have like a lot of game on PC, and that's also why your game pass works on PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that that is also uh, before I was going to say that earlier when you meant talking about Call of Duty. Uh, even if Call of Duty is being sold on like Steam and all that, like you could still get Call of Duty on PC with game pass most likely (laughs) so you still wouldn't no matter where it is if xbox owns it like you're gonna you're gonna get it for dirt cheap now so you'll you'll always have the sense of the incentive whether you're on sony like on playstation or switch or whatever you'll always have the incentive to go to either pc or any place where game pass is available to play call of duty sony also all this time like this entire time has had, uh, I think, since since uh, I'm gonna guess and say Black Ops Two. I'm just taking a guess. Has had exclusive marketing rights to 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 Call of Duty. They pay for it every year to make sure that like all the marketing is PlayStation based, just so Xbox doesn't get viewed as the place to play Xbox uh, to play Call of Duty. Well, to be fair, they all do that. <laughs> they oh, yeah. all do that. I mean, yeah, like everybody does that for different games, but like I'm saying that specifically about Call of Duty because Sony yep. goes out of their way to make sure that people know to like come to PlayStation for COD. All right, so uh, Holly, Holly, you mentioned it earlier. You mentioned Saudi Arabia, and uh, for those who don't know, uh, Saudi Arabia, that with the government of Saudi Arabia, has announced that they're going to be investing forty billion dollars into the gaming market in investments uh possibly making acquisitions of developers and uh what's the word i'm looking for publishers uh so that's big that is very big for the industry uh but it's also very dangerous uh and i do not like it i am big mad about this because anytime (laughs) some type of backwater bullshit government specifically one one run by a bunch of totalitarian scumbag <laughs> pisses me off like we got th- these guys who go out of their way to fucking like for example just like if if you're gay just like go fuck yourself if you're in saudi arabia like they'll they'll fucking hunt you down they hate that shit <laughs> they they the government will like does everything they can to keep that out and if, if, if they were to purchase like we we were talking about this earlier 
if they were to purchase EA, like you can kiss fucking Dragon Age and Mass Effect goodbye forever, oh, or God. or at least all, any type of their soul will be completely gone because say what the fuck you want, no matter who you are, Dragon Age and Mass Effect are gay. There is so much <laughs> oh, yeah. like just LGBT built into the soul of those games. They will be stripped. There will be nothing left. <laughs> And they're also, they're also big on women's rights, so you can kiss that exactly. goodbye as yep. well. Never see a female protagonist ever again. You won't even get a fucking choice. That like, oh yeah, that if they buy whatever they put their money into will be so fucked. And you know what? Literally yesterday, I was listening to a podcast. I got an ad from the Saudi Arabian government. <laughs> no joke. Yeah, no. Fuck them. I'm sorry. I got, I got an ad on a gaming podcast that I listened to that was like, the Saudi Arabian government is is investing in video games, blah, 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 blah. If you would like to like know more or help, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, get get off my fucking, get out of here. <laughs> I, was, I was like, this is no fucking way, man. This is, this is, this only, this is only negative. I know I saw some people trying to devil's advocate, devil's advocate this. And be like, oh well, you know, it's it's more competition. No, it's not. This is not competition. This is going to be outright censorship. It's like it's going to be a hundred percent just straight up women and gay erasure. <laughs> they will do everything oh God, to keep yeah. that shit out. <laughs> this, it's, yeah. There's no. There, I don't see any angle of how this could be good. Uh, uh, what, what about you guys? What do you, how do you feeling? Very badly. <laughs> I agree. Um, so, like, I know people will say, you know, any investment in gaming is good, right? No. It means more games, no. or whatever. But, like, if you Google the Saudi Arabian government, like, there is some crazy shit, right? And I do not want to make money for these people, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> to then fuel into wars elsewhere and, and all of that stuff, right? Like, it's too much to go into now. But, you know, we have to be able to make choices as to what we spend our money on. And therefore, who's benefiting from that, right? So, you know, whether it's like not buying a Ubisoft product or not buying an Activision Blizzard product. And this is the same thing. And I think not only does the consumer then have to make kind of a conscious choice about who they're supporting. Arabia has been talking about who they're going to acquire and what minority stakes they're going to have. These companies accepting these investments will be judged because Mm -hmm. I will not associate myself with a company who is happy to take what is basically blood money <laughs> and, yep. and Saudi Arabia has been totally honest and said we're only doing this to diversify our own economy because we can't simply rely on oil and it's just like it's not even for the good of the industry it's just uh, they found a way that they think they can make money and yeah I just I think um it will be very interesting to see who and who does not accept these investments um because I think the reputational loss of accepting it is not is is not worth any amount of money they could offer um and I, the trouble is they've already started making investments but where it's kind of small fry it's gone under the radar um mm. but i think going forward we might have to think as consumers more carefully about um you know who is at the top of these structures where is my money going and what is it being spent on yeah and i think this is a key example of that yeah like you said they already technically the the wealth found of Saudi Arabia uh, already have investments in four big in, four big names of the industry, which pisses me off a little bit, <laughs> to not say very much. <laughs> and 
like those investments already blood money, like you said, and it's already infuriating. But thinking that I could acquire one of the leading game publisher would be devastating for me. And I'm like, who would be stupid enough to think it would be a good idea? Like, which CEO is like, is it worth the money if nobody's going to play our game anymore? I would be Bobby Kotick. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little fucking You're asking gremlin. which one? That, I'm thinking that one. We that, don't talk about that. That like, man is a you know, but not fucking that. blight on this world. Yeah, we don't a... talk about Bruno, but not him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about Bobby. <laughs> like, no, no. If y'all had an idea, if you, not even an idea, if you had a random guess, like name oh. name a company that you think could have a chance of being acquired, and I, I, I have Google up right now. Oh, I'll gosh. check out their, I'll check out their worth and see if if it's even possible Ooh. because there's they said forty billion dollars. So um no um. Actually, the forty billions are for different things. Uh, yeah, I think it's thirteen billion for the acquisition. Oh, how many? Yeah, thirteen up to fifteen billions max. Oh, okay, that's much better. Thirteen billion for game, uh, for acquiring a, a game publisher, mm-hmm. and the rest is gonna be to create game companies inside Saudi Arabia, uh, invest more, and invest in in esports. Because they need no. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Since soccer isn't enough for them. <laughs> oh no! Like, Look, people! Yeah. Uh, all the respect for people who love football in real life in esports. I'm absolutely okay with you, and I hope you're okay with me. But like, can we not turn everything into the same goddamn genre of gaming, please? <laughs> the you, other you know, you know. That if Saudi Arabia came out with an esports team, you know exactly what game that they would be running. You know, a hundred percent, Saudi Arabia is dropping a League of Legends yeah. team. <laughs> the, the most, the most vile people living on League of Legends, talking some shit. And you know they're going to be all up in I there with that would. hate speech. They're going to be balls deep in hate speech over there. <laughs> and here's the thing. They would not get banned because <laughs> nobody gets banned. Oh God! Uh, adding my two cents to this uh, to this conversation, like I see two reasons why Saudi Arabia is going for this move right now. One, as Luna said, uh, the oil angle. Like they got they got to d- diversify what they currently have because we are starting to invest a lot on renewable energies, green energies, et cetera, et cetera. I should know I'm slightly in the field of it, in and out, depending on the project I'm currently in. So investment on that is starting to dwindle. So they, they got to fall back on something else. And second, um, if you guys remember the Jamal Khashoggi case, like the journalist. Uh-huh who may or may not have been um, a victim of a certain prince, allegedly. (laughs) It's never been officially proven, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, Luna Aaron, y'all know about that? Oh, I don't know. I know nothing. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just saying that the man has been on a campaign to improve... (sighs) his country in the eyes of the world since then 
very clearly he's been like trying for the best of publicity mm-hmm. and i feel like this is very much another effort of them to hide let's say the rot that's going on inside like, oh, look, you have these huge news of Saudi Arabia doing this huge acquisition in gaming. How harmful could that be? Meanwhile, they've been basically facing a lot of backlash due to serious human rights issues that have been going on lately. Mm-hmm. So it's a way to drown the news and get on, get back on the good track of good publicity. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's a technique. If you're... <laughs> to, uh, Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I thought you were done. Good. No, I was just saying. Uh, I was just gonna say two birds with one stone. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say if you're if you are a journalist and you and you and you, <laughs> and you want to cover a game that's released by the Saudi Arabian government, don't you, do it. <laughs> just just don't. There's not. There's no way because after what happened to fucking Khashoggi, if if fucking Jason Schreier's out here trying to cover. <laughs> Uh, Saudi Arabian game. He's gonna end up getting chopped up into bits. Like, oh, no, 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 you like that shit will happen. Like they do that no. shit already for less. Like, all I need is Jeffrey to stay out of this one. Like he doesn't need to report this. I love Jeffrey. Jeffrey I want who? him to stay. Uh, Jeffrey. Oh God, what's his last name? Keely. I, oh, I don't Jeff know Keeley? how to say Jeff Keely. Yes. Oh, Jeff Keely. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm pretty sure only his mum calls him Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's why I was sorry. Thinking. <laughs> Jeff Keeley, okay, sorry. <laughs> Don't mind me. It's late. I have ADHD. All the excuses. Voila. <laughs> Tell us about your secret relationship with Jeff Keeley. Only his mom calls him that. Are you his mommy? <laughs> I know how it is. Let him back to Jeffrey for me. So that's what you call it after a long day at the at the game awards. Oh, Jeffrey, come relax. Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey, there were too many ads in the game awards this year. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, okay, but... so I'm sorry. Can I make a small interruption? No, you go right ahead. There was no, there was an interruption. <laughs> I, I I started going into a slight cough attack, and I couldn't figure out. It's because there's a, a an emergency car in front of me, like uh, for special emergencies of when people get hurt or something. So they call it. It's not it's not an ambulance. It's like a an, another kind of emergency level, uh, like lower. Mm-hmm. And while they're waiting for the person, I'm guessing they're parked in front of my house. And the fucking driver is smoking weed, and I'm starting to cough and smell weed. <laughs> and I couldn't tell why the fuck I was smelling weed at this hour. I thought you were going to say it was like it was going to be like fumes from like the the car or something. <laughs> not some no. not some dank. This man... <laughs> <laughs> That's dank. <laughs> this man's getting lit outside. Let's go. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, it's so bad right now. <laughs> Anyway, please go day. on. <laughs> that just gave me a flashback, real quick. I, <laughs> uh, not with mar- not with weed, uh, not with that because, but like, because I thought you were going to talk about fumes. Uh, this one time I was at a GameStop, and I was waiting. It was oh my god, I was a little kid. I was waiting. Oh, what year was this? I was waiting for the. Uh, the release of Modern Warfare Three. I was at the, I was at the uh, the midnight release. It was let's see. Ooh, dedication. Twenty eleven. How old? So I was I. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> oh, you were you were waiting there too. 
Yeah, I was in the midnight queue for Modern Warfare Ooh. 3 and for Black Ops 2. Nice. I got, oh my god, how how yeah. old was I then? Oh my god. 2011. It's 20 it's 10 11 years ago. Uh I was 13. <laughs> I was 13. So I was playing it legally. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, so I was 13, I'm waiting in line with my little brother, who's three years, my, so my little brother, who was 10, and, uh, at the time, my, my mom's boyfriend, he took us, and we're standing, we're standing outside in line, waiting to go in, and this car pulls up, and this car is, like, old as fuck, beat to shit, it's rusted like crazy, and this guy's muffler is just churning out smog. Like, this man was punching holes in the ozone right in front of my face. And <laughs> he was, like, that shit was gross. Like, I was like, I felt like I was going to puke. And it gets so bad, the dude in front of us passes out. Like, he just, like, falls over and, like, smashes his face into the concrete. And my mom's boyfriend runs up to the car and like, get the fuck out of here! Screaming at him, about, like, about to lose his shit on this guy. Guy drives off. And the ambulance comes for this dude. And I felt so bad. I was scarred as a child. This, this this scared the shit out of me. I was like, this poor fucking man almost just died right in front of me. And guess what? So the ambulance comes, checks on him. He's like, they're about to take him away to the hospital. He goes, no, no, I want to stay. He gets out of the ambulance and gets back in line. That's the, that is dedication. Oh, that is dedication. Oh, God. That's that, very good. That was just like... One of the, one of the absolute like I'll never forget that. <laughs> Y'all have any more to say on uh, Saudi Arabia or? Fuck them. Unless yeah, that's not what you're asking. Do you think they're going to acquire? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I have I have an idea, but all right, well, no, you, Luna, you go like first. This. Go ahead, lead the lead it. Go ahead. I think it will. Uh, well, now I'm now I'm feeling questions. <laughs> so I think it'll either be Valve. Or it'll be Capcom. Oh, jeez. I would. I. I'd hate both of oh, those. Oh, is that bad? I mean, I. I. I, 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 like I mean, I'd hate them acquiring I mean, anyone. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I'm just thinking, like, like they've said in all of their press stuff, like we want to particularly expand in esports. They've set up a special fund for yeah. esports. That's why I'm thinking maybe Valve with like Dota and all that, and Counter Strike. Um. But I know Capcom was rumored, but it wouldn't fit in with the esports angle. So I think I'm going to go for Valve. Mm. Well, uh, according to Bloomberg, as of May 2022, Valve is worth $7.7 billion. So it's within, it's possible. Yeah, I, I, I can see them offering. 10 or 13 then, if it's like on paper, worth 7. Let's I check. think it would be Valve. 7.7 actually sounds kind of low for what I was expecting for Valve, not gonna me, lie. Yeah, me too, to be honest. Uh, Capcom is worth about 5.4. Ow! I'm sorry. It's just that... Excuse me. You're telling me that Capcom is worth barely less than Valve? Really? Oh, yeah, you... Well, you see, Capcom made a lot of money with big titty vampire women. Oh, good point, <laughs> actually. Uh, but yeah, still, those busty vampires really. Capcom is working in Japan, so uh, yeah. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, that's true. I mean, yeah. This is a lesson to Valve. Put more busty vampires in your games. <laughs> <laughs> How else will you make money? Oh, Interestingly, <laughs> I, was just do- I was just doing some Bloomberg checking on Valve as well. Mm-hmm. And the Valve co-founder, Gabe Newell, is worth $7 billion. If you were Jesus. to buy him, his share out, and the company out, would that not be $14 billion? Which is about, it, right? It would. It would indeed. Hey, it would. That's it a would. lot of money. Is... Mm. What reassures me is that... There's a lot of money. I wish I would have money. announced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, know, right? I, I mean... Not enough that I'm willing to take it from Saudi Arabia, yeah. but from somewhere else. I wish I had. <laughs> I wish I had. I wish I had exactly eight dollars more than I had <laughs> ten minutes ago. And then I would happy. gladly rich uh, Ben Salman in Saudi Arabia of all of his inheritance. Oh my God! Let's uh, eat the rich. Let's eat the rich of Saudi Arabia. Uh, I don't know about eating the rich because you. He, he tastes like disgusting. Homophobia. But I will gladly make him poor and vulnerable. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Oh, you know, I'm... Oh, man, you know, Which I just... Which thought... the playing field, then. <laughs> exactly. I, I was going to say, you, you, he wouldn't taste good because he tastes like homophobia, but if you ever had food from the American South, you know that homophobia and racism taste delicious. You know, it's real, it's real. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I mean, because they stole the good cuisine, I'm, and that's all I'm going to say on it. <laughs> oh, it's true. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Well, you guys are the country of something that to this day I struggle understanding, which is fried butter. So that's <laughs> I, I, America. How, okay, honest question: How the fuck do you digest that? Because I can't even. I, I don't know how I have to say this again, Hala. It's the power of hate. The more you hate others, the stronger you are. That's clearly how the South rose. What do you mean? <laughs> Like, oh. you have amazing dishes, but that is the one fucking dish I can never be convinced. I, you can actually sell me on, I think it was fried Snickers. You can sell me on that. that you cannot crazy. sell me on fried oh. butter. They make some crazy shit down there, man. All right. Let's, let's continue. Uh, Aaron, I'm going to have to do so much cutting out with so much shit. Um, <laughs> and I... I hope it wouldn't be EA, but I think EA is above what they want to put into the leading company publisher requirement. Let's see. Like, how I think much. it's bigger than. Um, than it's all about right. But I think it's only million. worth like a billion. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's. Really? Uh, like. Uh, 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 the market cap for EA is 33.3 billion. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's way above what they want to put just for the acquiring of the living publisher. Although, for now, Electronic Cross has FIFA, which in terms of esports, especially with them. Oh yeah. I, I mean, it wouldn't be too stupid. No, it would be right it up their alley. Yeah, but it might be a little bit too expensive for what they want to do. For now. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope it's not EA because I want my Dragon Age. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, really tough, I... I think, for a lot of people, right? Like that's what I was talking about earlier about the consumer choice. It would be, yeah. yeah, can I take, can I have enough of a stance to deny myself 
one of my favorite franchises, right? Like, and that would be, that. I know for a lot of people, really tough. I mean, it's it's a bit like people wanting to support the new Harry Potter game, right? Like, they will recognize that J.K. Rowling's a, like, a turf monster and she's not pleasant and she should whatever. But they'll exactly. still go out and buy this game because they cannot separate the creator from their favorite franchise, right? And that's definitely what they, if, if, if there was ever a world yeah, where EA yeah. is going to be acquired by Saudi Arabia, I think we'll have the same conversation then with Dragon Age and Mass Effect fans, amongst others saying, you know, well, we still want to support the devs, or we still want to support the franchise. It's like, you have to, you can't do that with a clear conscience then. At least recognise that the money you're spending on this game is going towards this, you know, awful creature or whatever. Um, But I find a lot of people tend to be in denial about that sort of thing, especially on a Harry Potter game, we've seen people you know, flat out refuse to recognise that she's benefiting from it at all, right? So it'd be the same sort of thing. They'd say, oh, well, you know, by the time my little you know, forty dollars on this game is spent. Like a dollar will go to Saudi Arabia. It's like a drop in the ocean, right? But if a million people are doing that, then obviously that's where they're making their money. So no. I really Sweet. hope it's not a franchise I love, but it will. It yeah. will be a. It will be games that people love. So I think that's that's the worry, isn't it? And let's yeah. not forget that Electronic Arts also own The Sims, which uh, oh, yeah. you cannot go more casual than this on PC. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the EA acquire. Like if they acquire EA, that would be um. Well, I guess I'm the quickest like way to kill EA. Hundred percent sure like... it won't be EA. No, I'm. I'm. Sh- I. I'm I do sure think. Yeah, you know, we were talking about like what else is going to happen in the market, and can also see a world where Microsoft acquires EA if it hasn't already. Mm, I don't I... know they do. I think EA are still for now because. Nobody knows what the future holds, but for now, I think EA can live by themselves. For now, it's the same for UB. They yeah. are not acquired by anyone. For now, I would they like... still make enough money. For now, as from the official record says, for now nobody's buying those ones because they can make it on their own. Maybe uh... one day it would happen. For now, it's not happening. They're still like individuals against Sony, against Nintendo and Microsoft, and Tencent Take-Two. I would like to interrupt very quickly uh, to to rebut on something. Uh, So, no, two things, really. So, I don't think Microsoft ever could acquire EA, although I would love it. I would love to see them back in the hands of, uh, well, I would like to see Mass Effect and Dragon Age back in the hands of uh, Microsoft. But uh, I don't think they would ever be able to do it. I don't think the commissions across the of like of governments would allow that. I could see Sony doing it, not not because that uh, not because I want to or anything like that. I can only see it, despite them being the market leaders. People give Sony a pass on everything, not only yeah. regu- not only regular everyday people, but also the governments. They're, like I said earlier, they're the market leader. And they're throwing shit at Microsoft, who's several tiers down. And after this, the kind of, uh, I was going to say speculation, but that's not the word. Uh, uh, what's the word? Fuck. <laughs> uh, getting, the, they're looking deeply into it. Uh, I can't remember the exact word. My brain's broken. Fuck me. But yeah, they're looking really hard into this thing with Activision. I don't think, if they were to acquire EA... After owning Activision, I don't think it would ever go through. And the other thing 
that I wanted to say that is more of a rebuttal. Ubisoft, in my opinion, and from what has been said and talked about, I I don't think they're making enough money to stay uh, afloat by themselves. Agreed. They they were yeah. they were already looking to be bought out. They 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 were, yeah. they were uh, a couple months ago. I think it was a couple months ago. They they said they were looking to be bought, and then. I believe it was Tencent. I could be wrong. Uh, Tencent, maybe NetEase, one of those big Chinese companies, I believe, dumped a fuck ton of money into them uh, and kept them afloat. And But they're struggling, even though they're doing, like, you think that they'd be doing really well with all their Assassin's Creed's, but they keep churning out, like, a lot of bullshit, too, and it's yeah. hurting them. They're having a real rough time keeping up. And I can't remember who talked to them. They were in talks to get bought, and then... Uh, no, it was uh oh my god, it might have been, oh fuck, can't remember the name of the company. Uh, there was a company that was about to buy them, and they in Ubisoft put all hands on deck and they did everything that they could to make sure that they and weren't they acquired. But uh, it was by it, the skin of their teeth. Yeah, because uh, you're right. Tencent is um, has a almost half of the holding, but what mm-hmm. they did is the. Um, Ubisoft is a little bit complex in terms of acquirement because Ubisoft was founded by a company to start with. So technically they're owned by someone already. Uh, but they're owned by the Guillermo Brothers company. And that's Pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, what they did is the Guillermo Brothers company um, bought the majority of the... Um, the takes the stake, sorry, of Ubisoft. So they remain in control. They can do it because for now they can. Maybe one day it would change. But as if I trust the Bloomberg article I have uh, that it was published on September sixth. For now, it's still them. They'll have to see in the future if that changes. That's possible. But for now, it's still. Ubisoft is still UB. I don't know for how long because the competition is tough, especially because um, when you see Sony, Tencent, Take Two, Xbox, their UB is so small compared to them, especially because they only make games, which is not the case of the others. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to ah. have to negotiate deals or acquire some stuff if they want to remain the independent. Independent company that they are, if we can call that independent. If we are still on this subject of shitty companies that could be acquired, I would like to offer one that is known for being sexist, transphobic, loves crunching, and it is an absolute gem in the industry. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Quantic Dream. Oh no. Ah, David Cage, what a gem. What a good man. What a what a what a, a hero. <laughs> oh gosh. What a, what a shining example of good ethics in a human being. You know what? I want to be like David Cage when I grow up. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Me a grown man. <laughs> they fought so hard to be bought by Nether by Nadies. Wait, Quantic fought to fought to be acquired. Yes. Oh shit! They, Nobody they, want them. No, they, <laughs> since 
all the drama that happened with Quantic, it was kind of tough for them. Are we talking about the first round of drama or subs- subsequent ones? <laughs> all of them. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like you say, it, it's complicated to buy something that, like, Xbox did it at the right time because they did it kind because the deal was already done. I, I still can't That's believe Matt East bought them. Oh, yeah. they, they did because it's uh, yeah. I, that's why I think Quantic wanted the deal and did everything to get it David, David Cage is outside Nettie's headquarters like please please <laughs> give me the money I'll do anything <laughs> he's like I'll fucking I'll hate, I'll hate on the LGBT people more please China please he's out here on his knees begging for it please just take give me all the money you <laughs> know it I, I gotta say, Quantic, like, one thing that really upsets me, it's got, it's got the sh- one of the shittiest managements, and mm. uh, it, it's a damn shame, because it makes amazing games. Like, Detroit is one of my favorite games of all time, and uh, I, I wouldn't have bought Detroit if I knew the company well before all the bullshit, but yeah. I, uh, I didn't even know about any of the bullshit until after I bought it, to be honest. Like, months after same. I bought it. Because yeah. here's the thing. The first time I heard about it, like, was very, like, very much in passage. And was they were already doing um, damage control by then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I'm, I'm not super familiar with the company, but this seems to have been sourced since they kind of admitted the guilt. And then, after, like, a couple of months after I bought the game, I... <laughs> Shit crashed down again. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Pieces of shit, all of them. Uh, Do y'all hear well, about... Uh, more. Y'all hear about how they're having a real rough time with their new game? Which they're one? I, I they're making they're Star already, Wars right now. They already pushed it away from a f- for a few years? I mean, Wait, Quantic is doing Star Wars? Oh yeah, you know about that? Yes. They, oh my god, this is another one of those moments. Like, like the said, trailer was amazing. I, it looks so it fucking good. <laughs> I'm so I'm mad. I'm not gonna buy it. I'm not gonna buy it. I well, I love Star Wars so much, man. It's like my favorite thing in the world. I'm fucking... Yeah, but I can't. I uh, but yeah, NetEase. I mean, uh, not NetEase. Uh, Quantic Dream is like currently like they're getting like fucked with trying to to make Star Wars. They're having like the worst time ever. I can't remember when it came out. It was like sometime. This last week, I believe. Uh, but oh, like, shit, it's recent. Yeah, there. No, no, it's it's all it's older than this. It's been it's been. Are you sure? Said I had a, yeah. Wait, when when did this uh, this trailer that you guys are talking uh, about come out? Yeah, it was awards. Uh... I don't remember. But this year, last year. Oh, okay. That's why I don't remember it. I, it, it might be. It might be game. Of, it was in December, I think. Oh no, I wasn't talking about the announcement of the game. I'm talking about when they announced that like th- there's having some they're having some real rough trouble right now. They said it before because um, oh. well, technically they they showed it because oh no, um, yeah, 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 I'm seeing it right. They're now. trying to recruit like a lot, and they cannot fill the void. Like they don't have enough people to make the game. So nobody wants to fucking work for them either. They have to. Let's say really shitty rep. Yeah, I think yeah. the only way like you get to work in that company and have like a semi-normal experience as a professional is if you're a, a white dude. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, only Ethan can do it then. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work for all the racists and all the homophobes. Oh, Ooh, I'm gonna make so much money. 
No, 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 no. Hold on a minute. Ethan, aren't you like a, all due respect, of course, but aren't you like a quarter black or something? Because I think they'll sniff it out of you. My, for sure. <laughs> my, my mother is indeed a black woman. So, oh, there you go. <laughs> my my mother is a person of color. Uh, yes, they'd probably they'd probably smell it in my blood and come after me, even exactly. though I am obviously the the whitest man around. I am the, the I, white I man. honestly would have never guessed. I like when you, you first tell. told me that. I was like, "You're really white for someone." Who's, no, my mom is parents are just like that. Let's see. I'll, I'll straight up. I'll send a picture of my mom in the chat so y'all can see what she looks like. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna say I got a picture of my mom, her uh, her brother, aka my uncle, and my great and my uh, my great grandma. This was taken, I think, uh, 2019. Uh, I'll put it in the podcast discussion. I'm excited to snoop on your family history. Not gonna lie. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Let's take that. uh... That is my mom, my (laughs) uncle, and my great grandmother. Ethan, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> my dad... What happened there? Did, did the printer run out of ink on you or something? <laughs> my, oh, gosh. My, ma, uh, my, my dad is a is the, the epitome of white. So I got the Azorian from my dad's side and the Cape Verdean from my mom's side. Uh, and is your came out white? <laughs> is your dad like first gen um, Azorian? Like, like, f- like first gen from like being in America? Like first? Uh, yeah, first gen. From no, America. Uh, that's a uh, my my dad's. So, uh, he my dad is fourth gen, I believe. Okay. So his great grandpa was first. Yeah, okay. my my vavu who who is my my great grandfather, he is uh well he died uh when I was younger but uh, he died ninety three but that uh he fought in World War Two for America, but mm. his dad was from a- the Azores. Okay, there's two men you just mentioned. I would not be able to talk to them. I'm not <laughs> even kidding you. Like the accent, especially like uh we have two sets of islands per se to archipelagos. Mm-hmm. And the one where y- y- like your family comes from on your dad's side, they're di- they have a- <laughs> it's almost like their own dialect. This it doesn't even yeah. sound like Portuguese to-, to people in the continent. Not gonna lie, most of the people here, the Portuguese people here, uh, they are Azorian. Most of the people here are Azorian, and uh, they hate the mainland. <laughs> There's a I mean, whole for... there's a whole lot of main mainland hate over here. Like for example, uh I me and my girlfriend were talking about going on a cruise to Portugal. Yeah. Uh I was like, I could say hi to Hala in, while I'm there. Uh yeah, and uh she was like, Ew, no. <gasps> How dare you? And Tell I went, her I've I went... also lived for ha- half a year in Madeira, might soothe things over maybe she was like you no, i want to go to uh san miguel and i was like uh, and i was like well, i, I want to go to the mainland too and she was like no we're going to the azores that's it I'm not here's the that. thing if you want to like visit around and stuff if you don't have family you just want to like go touristy <laughs> on it the azores are only good for a week max <laughs> like if you count all of the islands in and there's a lot of islands in that archipelago it's 
it's a whole lot of uh integrated integrated uh hate over here for the mainland. <laughs> I cannot blame them. We often shipped out uh the poor people yeah. a long time ago to the islands, like that was a conscious decision on our I don't think it was a government back then, it was more of it was still the monarchy and stuff, but a lot of yeah. poor people were spe- specifically shipped out to the islands. They were like, okay, now you're on your own. Fa- Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the good old days. You know, I love I love oh, yeah. the the progression of talking about evil companies to talking about evil governments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and we, we've gone to companies and governments several times over in this. I'm proud of us. Let's go. Let's, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, we're awesome. Saudi Arabia said, "Why not both?" <laughs> <laughs> the, the company government hybrid that we've all wanted. Yeah, the spicy. We can handle like... some heat over here, so it's okay to say spicy. Yeah, that's what my my girlfriend calls. It. She says the, that uh, the Portuguese people are spicy white. <laughs> I, th- I, can... I think that's a, a Southern European thing, it's not just specifically I even... Portuguese. Dude. Uh, we can get it off this in a second because I'm sure I'm taking up everybody's time talking about this. But oh, yeah, no, don't worry. But, don't worry uh, I just wanted the last thing I wanted to say was that uh, that uh, so many Portuguese people here hate being called white. They hate it so much, and I don't know why. I'm like, that's the part I don't understand. Like, my, we... my my dude, you're you're literally white. He's like, no, I'm Portuguese. What do you? I'm Portuguese. What do you mean? I mean, you're you're fucking Portuguese, dude. Like, you're still white. Like, you are considered white. Yeah, like, we're ethnically white. The majority they, of they us. They hate it. They hate it so much. They don't like being lumped in the same thing. And I, I, I don't get it. Like, I'm uh, not going to lie. It, it, it's very strange to hear, like, people who come from this country to say that they're not white and be so fierce about it. It's probably just a poor person thing from Azores. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry, Aaron. <laughs> Sidetracked. Luna, you can you can lead us in our GTA Six talks. Okay, I can do that. All right. <laughs> so uh, you you guys ready to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so you guys probably saw uh, what was it like last week? The week is so long nowadays. Um, <laughs> the GTA Six had a load of not just like videos and screenshots leaked from the development process, but also tons of source code. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure the guy that leaked them. So what I know of it is that he was, they do all their work in Slack, right? So they upload and share things within the teams um, at um, Rockstar uh, using Slack channels. And from what I understand, this guy was granted access to a Slack channel for something else entirely separate. Um, but his access to that Slack channel hadn't been removed. Um, they just didn't notice he was still there. So that's how he got in, was he was already in. Um, he downloaded, like, as I say, tons, like 90 or something videos and images and a load of source code. And then I think he was going to try and, like, rant, hold them to ransom. He, like, he did try. <laughs> try and oh, I heard about this. And I'm not entirely sure how he thought that was going to go down. Um, but it didn't. He's obviously <laughs> going to be facing legal action because that was like literally never going to work out for him, right? Um, but I think the, like, like there's, a, there's a few reasons why what happened to Rockstar really sucks. Um, from like a dev perspective, uh, they're obviously, I mean, the game's going to be delayed, right? Whatever the timing was, yeah. you can add on like another year or two, in my opinion. Um, a couple I of reasons. Firstly, that. because 
Yeah, I mean, for sure, you know, firstly, because they're going to have to now, as far as I'm aware, Rockstar then had to remove every member of staff in the entire company across all the regions from all of its Slack channels and then individually oh, no. reauthorize every single person by oh, video geez. camera to make sure who they, were, who they said they were. That process, I think, is still ongoing. So during that time, all the Slack channels were down. People were pens down. They haven't done work since the leak, right? Um, so that's a thing. Um, secondly, the source code is the biggest issue because, like, you know, videos and screenshots, although that's what the, the, the gamers see, you know, and they're, like, people have been commenting on that on, on Twitter and stuff, right? Whatever. It's, like, some really stupid takes that I've seen on Twitter about that. But the problem is the source code, now that that's out there, it means that whatever code they were using for GTA 6 now has to not only be changed to try and make sure there's no, you know, security loopholes and getting in, but I think they're also going to have to do the same thing for Red Dead Redemption 2 online and for GTA 5 online because they probably use the same code, right? Um, and I was just like, I was just reading this going down like in real time. Um, and I just remember thinking like, like, A, what the hell did this guy think he was going to achieve? Like, he really think he did something, you know? Like, he was this big hero of the hour, leaking stuff, right? But actually, in my opinion, the game looked really good for a game that's in really early development. It did. Um, and he's kind of like, I mean, I don't know how much of it you saw, but like, I mean, I know they use a lot of like GTA Five assets. I try not to look at too many because I kind of don't want to spoil the game for myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, I was looking at some, a couple of the videos and stuff, and I was like, "Man, this game looks like playable." Yeah, <laughs> it looks... at least like two or three years away from release, right? Yeah. yeah, it's it's. I was thinking that like the leaks of GTA Six look like how GTA Five looks now, and the graphics aren't even done. So that's really good. <laughs> the thing is, it really looked like uh, I didn't watch too much for the same reasons as as you, Luna, but it really looked like the pre-production was over. By looking at the alpha version we had in the leaks and i was like this is you are a piece of joke <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah try totally. to be polite but uh, not too much not too polite we don't need yeah, that here. I mean, it goes back to like i don't know what he thought he was doing like he clearly didn't do this for the gamers because there is no benefit to us seeing a game that's not finished right so it wasn't for yeah. the gamers it wasn't for himself because that literally doesn't even follow logic like it was never going to work out for him from in terms of like getting money from rockstar so like i can't even understand his motives for doing it oh which is I know. maybe control because like no one has won in this situation right is his motives I, I i in my opinion uh well first off i think the money aspect is just like a hey maybe but uh, i think it's that good old internet porn internet points baby all that all that clout yeah it's that clout yeah yeah, yeah. It's bad buzz is still buzz <laughs> yeah you know yeah. uh luna i don't know if you are updated on on it but like you know he was arrested right yeah yeah yeah. i saw that they were going to be taking legal action including criminal charges right for what is tennessee yes. theft yeah um you, you yeah know... so like in what universe did he think that was going to go down any other way like that's what i couldn't understand i was like do you really think this is going to work out for you yeah, <laughs> it, it's like you said it's not just a game like rockstar has a homemade engine so all the code he leaked is a door to the engine this is a big deal 
dude is in uh-huh. deep shit, and I'm happy about it. <laughs> suffering up, bitch. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, I don't. Again, I'm sure Luna knows because she's had she's caught up. But for Aaron and Hala, he's a uh, he's only seventeen. The guy who did it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's, he's still a, in time to learn. A seventeen guy, a seventeen year old guy from the from the UK. Like, what the fuck was everybody else doing at when they were seventeen? I I I can barely get the computer to work now. Fucking hacking shit. And what? I'm really curious to know how he got access in the Slack thing in the first place. Like, you're seventeen now. Like, why did you get access to? Yeah, uh, like I don't know. This is crazy. This is. I was. Uh, furious. I think it's the right word. I was furious when I saw this. I'm like, this is not okay. I really like the reaction of a lot of the companies, like showing their alpha version when all the shitstorm happened with people basically bullshitting um, Rockstar saying that the game is ugly. Like, did, did you ever saw an alpha, an alpha version of your game? You don't want to play that. <laughs> Nobody wants to play that. And still you have very, very brave people having to play that to find the bugs. You're my hero. <laughs> You're my heroes, people. Oh. oh, gosh. I was really mad. The dude achieved nothing except being a little brat. Because 17-year-old brat. And if you wanted to... Show that you were angry because the game isn't how you wanted it to be. Then good, you did it. You just destroyed the work of tons of people, but you did it. Uh, just a piece of shit. Even if, even if he is a GTA fan, which I mean, I fail to believe that anyone can call themselves a fan and do this right. But even if that was his motive, he has pushed development back by like a year or two at least. So oh, yeah. he's only like made it worse, right? Like if he's pay- impatient, he's got even longer to wait now. It, <laughs> it's it's literally just like just destroying your own life. Ima- imagine if this guy goes to jail. Um, imagine first off how long it's going to be. Imagine ruining your life for this. Imagine that shit. Like you're just going, to, you're just going to be in jail for like, I don't know, years. Like any time at all, but like Jeez, years. I hope. <laughs> I hope. Oh my like, god. Really, I, usually, I try to be like more calm when I see stuff about games, but this, like, dude, you have, I have no respect for you, and I will <laughs> never have that. <laughs> like uh, this is not okay. Luna, before uh, before you end up heading out, I know you saw that. Uh, I know you you you're talking about uh, earlier today about Mark Dar's video on the GTA Six. Uh, you got you have any? Yeah, he's... yeah. Thoughts about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a really good video on it actually, and it, it was really interesting to hear from a dev perspective because I mean. Like it's easy to contextualize things like this in the in you know from the perspective of a gamer, which is oh my game is delayed, oh you know it doesn't look as good as I thought it would, or you know it looks great or whatever. Right? Um, but he was his video is really useful. I think it's uh, called I can't remember what it's called. It's about being like timely or something or like oh GTA Six leaks and you. 
Um, and it's only got like 2K views, which I'm quite surprised at. But um, yeah, he goes into really good detail about like what that means on the back end and what that means from like a marketing perspective. And yeah, definitely give it a watch. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm pretty sure I was at work when it dropped, but I, I definitely got to sit down and watch it. I love I love Mark and watching his videos and I got I to gotta check it out. Mark is yeah, a really I love his flowers. Yeah, he deserves it. And once again, <laughs> we managed to talk about something Dragonish related. Anyway. <laughs> I, honestly, I was trying to think of how I could bring it in. We talked about EA a little bit, and then I was like, "How yeah. can I put Mark Dara's name somehow in the in the the tags?" Because <laughs> those views. Well, well, apparently, he was saying in his video that Dragon Age has in the past not only suffered from an uh, unintentional leak actually bioware will leak stuff intentionally almost to like test the water to see fan reactions to stuff um so if you are a, a dragon age or a mass effect fan like definitely watch the video as well because he obviously has that perspective from having worked at bioware um and he goes into detail about how you know the way they conduct surveys or the way they conduct they, they'll as i say drop leaks on purpose mm-hmm. just to see if fans like like it and if fans respond badly to it you can just say oh uh, there was a fake leak, or um, yeah, no, that's not happening. That was just to throw you off, or whatever, right? So <laughs> I follow what you say. Uh, companies leaking a bit of their games to taste the waters is actually something pretty common, and I find that pretty clever as well. Yeah, the buyers out here playing sure, for yeah, forty yeah, chess. We're so used to leaks that for us, it's I, I hate saying that, but it's kind of normal to see games leaking from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> like like some concept art or things like this so for them to like take advantage of this and just have okay people don't really like that we still have time to change it and since we're going to change it it's not life we say that's not that's a false leak or that's out like outdated because it's it's going to be true so when he made his videos explaining all that process and how Bioware did that in the past and will probably continue doing that. It, it's really interesting to see like the an, ins, an insider perspective on how it was done before. Yeah, uh, I, yeah sure. I, I I love his shit, man. He, he is... I, he's already just a cool dude in general and then watching his stuff is just like, it's so informative and interesting and it, it's so much fun to, to get into. And he also like drops on occasion like tidbits of information on past Bioware games and I like live for that so absolutely 100% biased but I'm okay with it <laughs> being right. biased is fine exactly that's how the world moves I don't know how I'm making it up as I go <laughs> alright well I think uh, I think it's about time we, we close it down we're going for an hour and a half mm-hmm. so uh Thank you guys very much for uh, for watching, and thank you or, or listening, depending on you know what what you're on, whether you're on Spotify or YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll we'll see you guys next time. Thank you, Aaron, for being here. Hala and Luna, you guys, it. uh, it's always great to spend time with you. So thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you for organizing everything. Oh, I, I, I'm great at not doing well at organizing things so thank you for appreciating <laughs> i'm terrible i'm just at it. traumatized which is why i'm dumping it on you i was very last minute being like yeah let's just go because my schedule is trash so anyway i'll see you guys all next time <laughs>
Bye, Teresa. Bye. Bye. Bye.